0: Hey, everyone, welcome back to Track Limits podcast. We're here today at Creator Club Studios. It's our year end. It is. Season one. What a season, guys. Yeah. I am impressed. We've come a long way. You've come a long way. A lot of guests, a lot of great interviews. I want to jump into getting your thoughts on this season. Yeah. I All mean, right. thank you so much for hosting already. Yeah. yeah, let's go. I love this. You tell so us much, much better than Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> tell our
1: audience, tell everyone who you are. And- yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, my, uh, I'm the known as the F1 poet. Yeah. So sir. I started off uh, several years ago, just writing some corny poetry for Formula One. It's my favorite sport, and uh, found myself in the paddock writing for various uh, media outlets, and uh, have never, uh, never thought it would happen. And it happened and I loved every minute of it and I'm clinging on <laughs> uh, to uh, to that and I'm happy to be part of the team oh yeah
2: and you've been helping out so much writing articles for us poems for us even connecting us to so many oh, yeah. guests so big time thank you Ernie' as well yes. by the way oh, big you're welcome thank you guys Amazing. what do you have for us Ernie
0: so I want yeah. to kick off with Karen kind of um,
1: yeah, no side? Not, not at all have we no 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 one's ever like, Yeah, no ever one's select- our reflection episodes are a little bit more chill like this is we don't know a little more formal you guys don't know what to expect no i like it so
0: uh, i wanted to kick off with um just some some of your experiences throughout the season uh and start off with um if you could describe the past year in one word what would that word be
3: i'm gonna kick us off here uh roller coaster
2: i'm gonna say adventurous
1: Max
0: <laughs> long, long. <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> round of applause for Henny um, about to
0: get longer about yes. to get longer uh, fantastic and and for myself i would say uh i have always liked the term parabolica Monza. Mm. it just means like just craziness and i think that's what would encompass this year just watching you guys you know globe trotting and doing all these interviews and uh uh, and the number, just the sheer number of, of uh, interviews that you guys have done, uh, has been just crazy. So for me, this year was was parabolic. Aww. Oh,
1: I love that. <clears throat> oh. All
0: right, I want to move on to highlights. Yeah. Uh, what was the single most exciting moment for each of you in the world of motorsport this year?
2: Any, you want to kick it off here?
1: All of us are looking at you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll say
4: Max's dominance was incredible to see. I know in different eras we've. A lot of fans have said, oh, Michael Schumacher had his era of dominance, Lewis Hamilton had his dominance, and we're living in the Max era right mm-hmm. now. Uh, we'll, we'll yet to see how far he can push this, uh, but I'm super excited. As a Red Bull fan, I, I say this almost every episode, it's <laughs> enjoyable to see. I just wish it was closer uh, when we talk about dominance in terms of even either his teammate or just one other team fighting against him, but uh, yeah, we got to see some brilliance there.
2: Mm. Ooh. Ooh.
4: Ooh. Uh,
2: I think for me, the battle for P2 was exciting. <laughs> I think that was fun to see how many teams could have been on the podium, especially by the end. Yeah. McLaren was up there. Aston Martin was up there. Mercedes, Ferrari. It was cool. Like, if you took Red Bull out, it was actually really entertaining that every weekend almost, there was a new team on the podium, which
0: was kind of cool to see. Kevin? Back to you
1: Back to me. Most
0: exciting. Most exciting moment.
1: The most exciting moment was actually the Singapore uh, Grand Prix for me. Come on, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. me was, too. Ferrari. That was, mm. the, that was my favorite one. What, obviously, Max was dominating most of the season, so it was really refreshing to see. Uh, obviously, they struggled as a team that whole weekend, but just Ferrari and signs. And just, it was, as a true Ferrari fan, it was the most exhilarating race for me.
2: The last twenty laps, especially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Not the first, no, yeah, first thirty forty. Uh, yeah, I forget how many laps mm, not much the t-
1: total. Uh, but the last third of the la- of the, the race was my favorite.
3: Yeah, that's no, fair. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, but that race where McLaren land or um, Oscar won the sprint, Qatar, Qatar, yeah, <laughs> edit that, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was we seen McLaren what their potential, and Quatar. it was like
5: <laughs> I they could flip the
3: script. So to me, that was like,
0: let's yes. go, let's yeah. go to
3: change things up a little bit. So yeah.
0: it was cool to see; I liked it. I'm going to go Vegas, Ooh, and I'm so going to tell you surprise. why. Oh, yes. uh, it, it was Charles' his last. Attempt at getting past Checo. Yeah. For me, that was like, uh, it was really, really exciting for me. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this guy passed three Red Bulls in one race. That's <laughs> crazy! Yeah. Crazy! Yeah. It's like what? What? And, year and he got in? it right at the end, and he kept it. So yeah. that was for me. That was the most exciting, uh, and and in Vegas too, right? It was.
2: Yeah. It was yeah. also cool to see how it started off so bad in terms of like practice sessions and then the race actually turned out to be pretty good.
0: Pretty good, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: and just the fanfare and like the amount of negative press yeah. and overall just like such a low expectation mm-hmm. for that weekend, which probably helped. <laughs> helped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. One might say.
0: There yeah. were definitely lessons to be learned from Las Vegas, especially what happened to Carlos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And dude. how that was handled. I think they probably could have been handled differently, but yeah. lessons learned. The rules are rules, rules, are rules I know. Oh I don't-
1: Things will change next
0: year.
3: No, definitely. Uh yeah. like what are you arguing here over like if you do replace because the track damaged the care? Like the that was a unique yeah. scenario because it was a manhole. Yeah.
2: I hope they change that. Yeah.
0: Uh, that I
1: penalty know? was harsh. Yeah, for that. Very yeah, harsh. Yeah. I yeah. just I don't I don't foresee a lot of that changing next year, which
4: I mean the team owners won't allow it. No. No. They're gonna protect
0: themselves mm. at any cost. Yeah. Carb is a <laughs> <laughs> will catch up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about you guys traveling. Yeah. And obviously, when you're doing something like this and you're doing it globally, there's going to be some challenges.
2: No, not at all. Come on. It
0: <laughs> was a smooth <laughs> yeah, baby. I, I'd like you to share some moments where things didn't go as planned. And I'd like to understand what you learned from it. Maybe, Henny, you can.
4: Yeah. I mean, production. Let's take it back to the moment when we decide to do this podcast. And when we're planning it, we're like, you know what? I think 10 episodes is perfect. For season one, we're going to keep it short, simple, maybe one bi-weekly.
1: Stretch goal was 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like
4: <laughs> yeah, maximum yeah. 14 episodes. We're like, okay, we can do this. But I think as we saw more and more of just shooting season one while we were in Europe in the first two weeks, we're like, no, I think this is going to be more than 14 episodes. This is going to be like a 30 episode or 30 guest season. And then that's when I think production took to another level. Because we, we start with two cameras and we're like ah we'll figure it out on the way and lights we're like ah we'll just rent everywhere. Um, <laughs> you were a stick there. I that. was stick. Yeah, you I still have. I hate carrying this thing to this day. I That's hate carrying it too. Exactly. My shoes are destroyed.
1: <laughs> 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 Let it's a lot it be lighting is everything, and every woman will tell you that.
4: Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. Mikey. Yeah. Even yeah. Mikey. <laughs> I need a lot. Of I need a lot. Boy, we you need <laughs> to tab. We need, a,
3: we need a makeup sponsor so we can like.
1: <laughs> the men's makeup <laughs> sponsor, oh, Lord. if you're listening. Well, yeah, this, is a, honestly, yeah. I mean, this is honestly. This Honestly, Michael needs it.
4: 100. Targeted me, so <laughs> me here. Like. Actually, that's what she needs it too. Yeah. <laughs> I know it a bit too yeah. Come, yeah. come to our tone. Uh, get, get closer to our tone. There's There's a where one going. We sit beside yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, this is all by design.
4: For sure, but I think that was the biggest lesson. It was, you gotta you gotta stay ahead of it. Um, we made a lot of. Small mistakes that we could have been avoided when it comes to production, whether it is, you know, having our own lights and not trying to figure out the nearest lighting equipment. I remember there's a cool story when <laughs> we were shooting Mario's episode and we rented uh, lights and we didn't know that Italians have fiesta in uh, Milan <laughs> siesta. or siesta. Sorry. Siesta. And we booked it for like 1140. We got there at noon or something Closed for an hour and our shoot was at 120.
1: This is in Milan.
4: In Milan, yeah. 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 So that was chaos because we're like, oh, my God, how are we going to shoot without lights? Um, And then the whole time, we didn't even need lights (laughs) because it was the most lit up room (laughs) I've ever experienced. And they sent us photos and didn't look anything close to what they they showed us there. (laughs) So, yeah, stuff like that. I think production is something we're going to improve. And we learned so much this year that season two is going to be bigger and
0: better. So from the technical difficulties you might have experienced, anything funny come out of those?
1: Bevan's got a story for us. Yeah. um, Well, one of my most recent ones that have happened was it wasn't even like a technical difficulty that was in our control, really, because we would typically not test the chairs that we sit on. Oh, that was fine. uh, I forgot about that one. um, In one of our recent episodes with Zach Brown, he, in the middle, in the first third of the interview like every frame you go back to him you see him getting lower and lower sure, and sure. lower and like at one point he's trying to reach to speak into him. you can
3: see it in the video as well like yeah. 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 progression yeah. Yeah.
1: and we obviously were trying to keep you know the momentum go or just the conversation going where while we're all realizing this and then at one point he just goes, "I think I'm sinking," <laughs> 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 and um, that was a pretty funny incident because I think going one um, going into that that conversation with Zach, it was a very he's a very straightforward point and shoot CEO. So he had he gave us a lot of time. He was very generous with his time, but it was I would say probably a, mu- a much more like formal like approach at the beginning hmm. and i think that like really broke yeah, the really ice really broke and uh made us all human in that moment <laughs> so that was really funny that was
0: a great
4: i love that interview by the way yeah he's i love it yeah funny enough a lot of the comments we were seeing is like we haven't seen him that comfortable in an in an interview he's like it's like she said mm-hmm. even from ours the first few 20-15 minutes was very formal then he kind of eased up and he was answering very casually didn't really mind yeah. and then like sec- sector 3 he was just he was giving <laughs> us <a> some <laughs> funny, yeah. funny answers. don't forget he wasn't in a suit as well he was no, in, a he a in a race, race
3: suit, suit. Yeah. was yeah. casual like. yeah. Yeah. he was
1: pulled off the track to be like god you have to do this interview right now and, yeah. right now. and yeah. I'm sure he didn't know what the heck was he going on he heard track
0: on. limits like what I didn't do anything
1: <laughs> <of pressure laughs> <anymore. laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs>
4: oh that was a good
0: one by yeah. the way great name uh track limits because you guys get free press all the time in oh, a everyone... yeah. especially in
5: the uh, austrian grand prix <laughs> oh that, that really yeah. helps yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: every time you say track limits just need our colors <laughs> if we just get that
5: we're
0: golden so i really like this line of uh, comedy here um any behind the scenes funny clips or behind the scenes stories that you guys can share
2: I have one. Yeah. It's one when we were interviewing Arav the second time. So the first time, this is a technical difficulty, one of the studios we worked with, the footage just got corrupted. Mm. So we had to do a few interviews again. And Mikey had just flown in the morning off, took the red eye, came in. (laughs) I didn't sleep a wink either. (laughs) He didn't sleep at all. I gave him a coffee, he downed the coffee. And I have never seen a man shake more before an interview than Mikey before interviewing yeah. Arav. Like, he it was, was like so bad. Vibrating. My <laughs> leg was gone, and then my
3: arm was gone. And I, I swear my shoulder was twitching at on one stage where Arav was like, bro, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, <laughs> a yeah. I'd be like, yo, you good?
2: So that would be mine. I, I enjoyed seeing Mikey in, in, in pain. That was good times, though. That
3: was good times. At least You're it was Arav, good. and it was like our second interview, so yeah. it, it felt like we knew the guy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was definitely struggling. I was yeah. definitely struggling. <laughs>
0: Good i don't times, know though. funny
4: funny one this is such a long story so i won't get into it but behind our trip, the scenes so something that yeah you... our trip to almelo oh, was, was one of the that... most craziest experiences funny and traumatic because there was four of us uh me swish uh, fa and justin uh great assets to the team and we decided to go and interview uh esports driver and this was about an hour and a half to two hours away from uh, Amsterdam. And we are like, okay, we're going to train this. And we had another interview right after. We're, we booked two interviews, one in Almelo, and then one in back Amsterdam. in Amsterdam before our flight that same evening. <laughs> so we got there and we really didn't do that much research. And <laughs> we're like, you know, we'll catch it from the train station. We'll catch an Uber. I mean, this was like a town. I want to say like a thousand people. It's Literally. the smallest town. There was nothing there. Buses. Did not come on time. We realized there was no taxis or Ubers. So we're like, we'll wait for the bus. Did not come for another 40 minutes. And we're like, okay, we're kind of screwed.
2: And it's so cold. Yeah, it's freezing. It's so cold.
5: Freezing. (laughs) I can just just see it. (laughs) It was
4: so bad. We have about 80 pounds to 100 pounds of gear in total. With lights, our camera equipment, everything. And we're just lugging it. Finally, the bus decides to come. We took the bus. We got to... Uh, the stop and then from the stop it was like another 50 minute walk with all that equipment and it was all pebbles. It was like it <laughs> wasn't like the sidewalk was like you know one of those like square mini pebbles. Uh, it wasn't flat. The wheels, won't, the wheels won't turn.
1: Is that when you broke the luggage? No,
4: no, no. no, but no. That, 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 that got broken before. No, 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 no. When we landed in Amsterdam it broke. Thank you, Jet. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Shout out to that. But then, yeah, we are like, we have to shoot this in 10 minutes. It was like the quickest shoot ever. 10 minute interview in
2: its house, in the living room. In the living room.
4: <laughs> in and out. And then we're like, okay, now we have a, I think it was a 1240 bus or train ride. We're like, uh, can you drive us? He's like, no, my mom's not here. We're like, okay. So we have <laughs> to wait for another bus. We waited at the bus stop for almost an hour. Did not come Never showed up We almost gave up at that point we We're like I think we have to cancel Our next interview um, And then we we're like Okay let's go to the Like the center Because <laughs> we we're still In the residential area We go and there was a gas station And F.A. was like I'm just gonna go talk To this guy That has like The smallest car It was You know those like Mini Honda Civics The old ones like The, the coupe, little hatchback The hatchback ones And we're like, he asked him, and he was also Turkish, which F.A. is. They spoke, and, like, they agreed, 20 pounds, we're paying you right now, or 20 euros, please take us back to the train station. When I say we fit into that small car, like, all of us were like this with gear and covered, and we somehow made it. Back (laughs) with, like, three minutes to spare for our train, and then we still made that second interview. But it was so traumatic. Now we laugh about it, but... I want to quit. That was the moment I want to quit this podcast. I was looking at
2: houses in Almelo. I'm like I'm stuck. Like, I'm done. I'm done. Literally. Like I felt like I was <laughs> gonna be stuck in that city forever.
3: <laughs> you gotta look at this though. It can't get worse. Ah uh,
2: don't jinx
4: it. Change it. let's not, change not change it. Change let's not change it. It. <laughs>
1: It's a good
4: story oh, that was a Great, oh, great story. Yeah. It
1: could get worse.
4: I legit in my side topic, in my uh, hinge profile I say, do n- never ever visit Almelo Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people would really be like, Why? <laughs> You have a hinge? What? on my in hinge what? hinge profile like my dating profile you have a oh hinge? yeah, yeah. Sorry, do not, first, first of
1: all they do not sponsor hinge. they don't sp- sponsor us unless, oh yeah so let's uh, hinge? So let's
4: say uh, the you know. dating app that yeah. Sorts we'll, we'll, dating. We'll yeah we'll beep it out we'll beep <laughs> it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> also don't a forget TV. like
1: we would want to be in so my yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 don't forget a funny time was in st pete's where back to that challenge we rented lighting equipment and it was like a proper film production so, they gave us equipment that was probably for a movie shoot where we were like, we don't need this amount of equipment, but we had to take it. Massive tripods. Oh. It probably weighed like a 100, 100 pounds easy. on top of our additional equipment. So, we carried it. They'd shut off so many, because uh, it's a road circuit in St. In, well, Pete's, right? Yeah, take, take. Um, it was so far to walk. I remember I had blisters on my feet at one stage. Oh, we yeah, got you're there. Bleeding halfway through. I was bleeding just getting there to set yep. up the equipment. We had to walk down with 10 flights of stairs. We got in there. Every single one of us was dripping with sweat. Oh, we got a knock on the door and the guest was Are there. Right there. And we, we were even like, we nothing like. set up. So we were like, oh. Swish, entertain, <laughs> me and Henny. We were just like, let's in, build. In, in. We built an entire studio in like a makeup room. Literally. In like 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. Typically, Swish and I take the role of entertain. Yeah, whenever we're in they're useless with production, in <laughs> production, absolutely useless. Hey, they they break the stuff. We set up they tripods. We set up, tripods.
2: Yeah. We set up yeah. tripods. Sorry,
3: you
1: audio break.
2: break, I do break. Audio you break tripods. tripods. No, 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 I broke one. <laughs> Two, one. Fevin broke the other one. <laughs> 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 broke
5: that's one my London name.
2: Too. No, no, I broke one. I broke one. Only that, one leg. On the, the London. Leg. The leg came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. The leg came off because you yanked the leg off. And ever since then, I have been so careful with oh, each one. It's like a baby. Yeah. I'm like.
1: It takes you seven An hours. I'm yep. so scared that if it time. comes
2: out, I'm just going to hide the body. <laughs> like, <laughs> they wouldn't know. <laughs> they will never know.
5: I love it. Oh, but man. no,
2: I, I, I enjoyed St. Pete, too, for what we did after that interview. But sounds I don't know like if we you want to introduce right, the now. audience to Sneaky Pines, but we uh-huh. can do that later. <laughs> That's a whole different episode. It yeah. <laughs> needs a whole, needs a whole one. It good. sounds
0: like there was a lot of surprises throughout the, the season. So, so let me ask you this. What interview surprised you the most? A oh. silence falls over. I want to jump in here. Yeah. In, 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 in like a good way or a bad way?
4: What are we thinking Which here?
1: way. Like you could it, I don't think there rationale? was a bad one either.
4: No, I don't
0: think
3: it has to be bad. Like Shit, I, bad I would say. meeting can anyone
1: anyways. What was that? I was going to say, you can't eating, <laughs> like, say, you can't say oh. if it's bad or just.
3: Look. Yeah. Mm. But like for meeting, let's say Felipe Massa, who's like a legend in the sport. I, for me, I had built up this stereotype, let's say, of meeting the guy. Such a cool guy. Like, I remember meeting him before he came in, and it was just like having a... That, for me, was surprising. He was such a cool dude. Opened up so much about his story. Told a great story. And I left there being like, that's such a cool dude. So That was, for me, was surprising. You weren't expecting him to be. Was he laid back? So laid back yeah. and so open. Like you would, you would ask a question, he would give you the answer. Like in, in a funny instance, like you should watch back the, the guilty or innocent questions. And I asked an innocent question oh, of like, have you ever pranked a fellow teammate? Like,
0: oh, I remember that one. And oh, he, he couldn't Lord. give me an
3: example. And I was like, did you take his
0: gloves? And he, he escalated a little bit more, <laughs> which I was like, what
3: the hell? But it was good. Like, it, like he.
0: Remind us in- all. If, oh geez. Do do not drink around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: If you a sports <laughs> bottle in
3: that. Pers-
0: yeah, just yeah. You gotta you gotta yeah. rewatch that episode. Um, okay, we'll link yeah. it. Somewhere. I had a similar experience. So uh, one of your guests, Craig Scarborough, yeah. and I were uh, in the paddock, and Craig's like, "Hey, let's go for lunch at Ferrari." So we decided to go for lunch at Ferrari, not knowing that we weren't supposed to be. <laughs> oh. he's like, just pretend you belong. So we grabbed our media passes and we put them in our pockets and we walked in and we had a fantastic lunch. And then we we decided to go out. And as we walked out, Ferrari had an espresso bar outside oh. on, the, on the front step of their hospitality suite. And Craig and I are both big espresso fans. So we walk over there and who shows up? Felipe Massa. <laughs> and he's waiting for us to take our coffee before he orders his. And we're like, no, no. You have it. And he refused. He's like, no, it's okay. And then we started talking. We talked for like 15, 20 minutes, just shooting the breeze about espresso and F1 and what's he doing now. And I was so not expecting Felipe to be just, you know, so open and and laid back, as you said, and social.
4: No, he's very, he's very social. Yeah. Do you have anything
0: else?
2: Surprising
1: guess?
4: Surprised you the most. Who was I like a wildcat? I,
2: I think Daniil Kvyat definitely yeah. surprised us. Like some of the stuff that he mentioned, yeah, I wasn't ready for. He was very the open, very open, furry contract thing. Like my eyes were like, wow. That
1: was, so for me, actually, I remember that I, I thought maybe I just didn't know enough and I thought you guys had known this was a common thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, mm hmm, mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had that, yeah. <laughs> and like I didn't realize that it was. Like breaking in the news. moment, it was yeah. breaking news, and and the it was after that I'm like, oh, like this was an, I I just maybe didn't know enough about him, yeah. so I didn't even think about that. But um, yeah, that was very open and can like he was very candid. Yeah,
0: you know what surprised me? One of your guests said, I'm not gonna say who because you guys all know and you guys can say it, that during a very difficult period after a crash, he felt abandoned by the yeah. FIA. Yeah, yeah, that for me was surprising.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah, that that was a a deep moment. That was a you deep can tell. moment. Yeah, yeah. and it was, even the feedback that he received from that that clip alone of just so much support mm-hmm. of just regular fans who don't even know his story, it, and it kind of like woke people up and saying, you know, FIA has a lot of things to fix, and it, it's not a perfect system. Uh, but I think he he's starting to appreciate that. It took unfortunately, his moment for FIA to wake up or say, okay, I think we need to make some improvements in how we deal with drivers, regardless if you're an F1, anything, right? Um,
0: So I see a trend here. I see a lot of great stories that are coming out, people being very open and transparent Mm -hmm. with track limits. I think people feel very comfortable talking to you guys. So you're doing something well, because I think over time, we have... People have interviewed these people, but they haven't gotten out of them what you were able to get out of them. So that's, that brings me to my next question, which is uh, one that you guys uh, don't know <laughs> that I, I, I put together here. I'm looking for just the name of a guest that shared a story or something with you that you can never repeat publicly.
2: Zach, Zach
4: Brown.
5: 100%. 100%. Sure. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Next. <laughs> Across the board. 100%. I
0: uh, love me some Zach uh-huh. Brown. Um,
1: he was so good.
0: Yeah. 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 Like I said, I really like that episode. Um, so, dream guest. Everyone always asks, like, who would you go to dinner with? Who would you want to party with? You know all these things, uh, and we'll get to those later. Party? But for now, <laughs> <laughs> like, Countdown like down, that. No, no. Party,
1: party, deep friend, drive with. <laughs> for now,
0: I would like to know uh, if you could have any motorsport figure, uh, alive or or deceased, uh, alive or fictional, I should say. Uh, well, not fictional, deceased. Yes. deceased. deceased yeah. We'll say yeah. uh, on, the pos- on the podcast. on the podcast. Who would it be?
2: Any.
4: It probably be the person that, that you're wearing the hat. I was going to say that. Yeah, too. Senna or uh, Michael Schumacher.
1: I'm going to just make sure that this is like a clip that we're going to use, FY- <laughs> FYI, because I'm going to talk about people that are alive and within our proximity and yeah. that we can reach and get. I would love to chat with Susie, Wolf, Toto. I want them separately. I don't want them together. Mm. Because there's different questions that I have for both of them. Um, Lewis, Hamilton.
4: So pretty much the whole Mercedes. I was just going to say that. that just start listing out everybody in Mercedes. you got to pick one. (laughs) Roscoe? No,
1: actually. (laughs) No, I think that all of them are just like uh, uh, trailblazers in their own right. Um, And then I would also, uh, Alonso is also very high on that list. And Okay, I'll stop.
2: Yeah. I started naming everyone. I was gonna say uh Sena as well or um Stefano, the CEO of F one. I think it'd be cool to have him on.
3: Just purely for the laughs, I so wanna have a sit down with Danny Rick. Hey. I also wanna go for a sneaky pint with him after it's like Danny Rick would be class as I guess. Oh, Love thanks. to get Danny Rick. Let's put that out there for season two. Let's
0: Boom. get Danny Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I'd say Danny Rick. I mean I would say Kimmy. Yes Kim Both I'm for sure. the pint and uh yes. and the interview. Yeah. Oh, uh, but it has to be like a a, a Kimmy that's had a few drinks yeah. <laughs> and, a is willing, up, yeah. and is willing to kind of open up a little bit. I, I know he doesn't like interviews, but I think he would make a really fun guest if we could get him, you know, half in the bag by the time. We can the introduce
3: Kimmy to a couple of pints of Guinness <laughs> on his yacht. We'll take care of the rest.
1: <laughs> there you yeah, go. Like we don't have to do it in a podcast studio. We will come Oh,
2: yeah. we've done Cute. podcasts yeah. everywhere by now. Yeah. yeah we we're, don't are ready. Yeah.
1: That's actually our Valley prop. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, on his yacht, say less. Yeah. That'd and we, we,
2: we have stuff that we could ask him, too. Mark Priestley, uh, let us know couple of stories oh, yes. Yes, you know cool. china for example when they trash their hotel room with a food fight i mean that needs to be like question two or three <laughs> i want to see images
5: and pictures yeah <laughs>
2: the
4: yeah. first question is do you remember yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: fortunately in <laughs> his early days uh not a lot of people had uh, camera phones yeah so a lot of that stuff um community engagement okay so you guys are really good about being engaged with your with your um, uh, fans and your your followers and um, I want to take that back for you guys are really good with getting people engaged uh, both in your podcasts and conversations and online and whatnot Um, I'd like to understand um, how do you involve your audience in the content creation process yeah, this
2: year we we did yeah. questions quite a bit, like for bigger guests. Zach Brown, Felipe, we threw out a graphic, and we actually included people's handle if they gave us a question. That was really cool. They Gunter. Yeah, intertwined their questions in. Yeah. And
1: then I think one step to that, I mean, just in our local communities that we, we do have the race watches that we do host, and we hope to be doing them bigger and better this year or this upcoming season. So I think, like, at the micro level, that's probably how we can engage with our like just our community here um and hopefully the goal is that we'll be able to do that on a mass scale as we grow and doing them across north america because our goal is to really like meet people that are just like i guess passionate about this world as much as we are but based in north america which is how we
0: kind of met right yeah 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 uh, uh, were there any memorable moments from these fan interactions? Like maybe on in the um, watch parties or, I don't know. I think you guys also did some questions on the street at one point. <laughs> oh, oh, in oh, London. Wow. Which, which incidentally, I really like that idea. Uh, <laughs> that was our first day. Our first day we flew to
3: the UK to yeah. do our interviews. We all were there. And then we did uh, the on-street live activation
2: Favorite team. Oh my God! <laughs> but it,
1: it was. Even an, what what, what yeah. even is that? Is that a—is that a meal? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny
3: because Henny was like, like we were like, again we were starting this out. We got all the equipment, but it was it was so silly. We're like. We were asking questions, but we were just talking with no microphone, and, and I remember you looking at me like, Mike, put the goddamn <laughs> microphone to your mouth and then pass it, and I was like, I got it. Mikey
2: okay. was so dejected because no one would answer his questions. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. But uh, you told me afterwards I was being a little bit aggressive. He was yeah. running yeah. up
2: to them like, with a boom. mic <laughs> in but their
3: this mouth. But said no, I
2: was like, I'm just going to
3: walk with you, you might change your mind. That didn't go down well. So Switched you're a great in.
1: salesman. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
3: No, no, I got this. Got I got this. this. I got don't take no there. for he an got answer. He got a few. He got a few wish, though. You, you killed it. You, you were good. You were good.
2: I, I did take the money out, though, and show yeah, it to yeah. them too, also, you, too. It's also you got a baby face. Okay, <laughs> so. I do what I can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Less skincare>. yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh, another one, too, and this is like a side note. I w- took a vacation with my mom to Europe, and I remember going to Prague, and we were at the airport at a lounge, and the front desk lady was like, oh My God, you're part of track limits. And that blew my mind. Like, my mom already was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> like, this how? This podcast? Yeah. What? How? How do you know? And, like, it in was Prague pretty cool well. in Prague, yeah, out of all places, ball. at the airport lounge. Like, at um, this it was point pretty we have, cool.
1: Like, what? Like, less than 8,000 subscribers on YouTube. Not that we have that many more now, but it's just still, like, the. We uh, 16,
4: reach by the way.
5: Yeah.
1: Double. <laughs> Double. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's go. Don't talk down like that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, I. All right. Didn't catch how.
4: Are you even part
3: of that team? <laughs> She's a big yeah, yeah. vision. She's a big vision. Let me even look at
2: followers and subs. She doesn't care about no, I'm that. I'm not
1: a metrics lady. She's not, yeah. <laughs> But that was I'm a cool, a that that for you, that I was that a cool moment. No, I do look at the metrics. <laughs> uh-huh. I just uh-huh. don't know exactly where we're at. Yeah. But I was saying that we were at half where we are at today. Yeah. And the fact that that had reached, like, to, uh, like, uh, uh, in Prague, I mean, it meant a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart is diversity. I know it's important to you guys. Um,
4: important to you. He like,
3: he's oh. getting choked up. He's yeah. got a lot of So issues. we can agree.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good job, Henny. Good job. We can agree it's important to all of us yes. except for maybe Henny. Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it, it what don't come real. to me Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why why is diversity in motorsport uh, something we care about? And then secondly, why do you feel it's important for our audience?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think at the beginning of the very first episode on the part, like what, part of why I wanted to be a part of this was because representation was everything, and I kept saying like you can't see, you can't be what you can't see, and I think throughout the season I've heard and seen uh from brands from teams from the f1 academy that like more and more is happening within the actual sport to encourage diversity and inclusion uh, across the board and to be a part of it and now seeing that like i get people on instagram that reach out and i don't have a massive following myself if you're watching you want to follow (laughs) (laughs) who are here but I think it's just interesting when I start having conversations and dialogues with women or people of color that are asking that are asking me hey are you going to be at the Austin Grand Prix or whatnot I know that what we're doing even at the smaller scale is already reaching the population that I'm trying to reach and is encouraging them to stay and engage with the content that we're creating that in itself is going to encourage more and more people to work in this space to spend in this space and to continue like just I guess increasing the 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 popularity um and our space within it so I already think that there's a lot of change that's happened from us just being in it so the more we can talk about it the greater the better um now next year I'm excited to see how the F1 Academy does and how more and more uh brands include uh just content creators that are diverse and from different areas than what I guess F1 has been predominantly used to doing, which is you know white British men.
2: Mic drop. Me neither. Perfectly yeah. said.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. This is like, I, I can't
3: like, but it's cool yeah. to share those people's stories as well and yeah. highlight it and get it out there. Cause it's always a different, it's a different set of eyes. It's a different set of visions. You mm. know
1: how many d- on a daily basis I get? Um, it's like, like female creators within the f1 space following me and it's like oh my god i'm so excited like it's just starting out like i'm obviously i don't do my own content creation and maybe i should but um it's just so good to see that there's more and more that are uh not just like uh female but different um races and geographical locations it's just so cool
0: yep i love the track limits brings this forward and makes people feel that hey maybe i can do this too Yeah. Right. No matter who you are, what you look like, where you are, um, that 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 to me is important to be part of an organization like Track Limits that encourages that as well. Um, I I forever have tried to be an ambassador to the sport, and now I like to see what you guys are doing and bringing absolutely like a whole new group of people into not just the sport but also what you guys do with podcasts and content creation.
4: Yeah, Mm. I agree.
0: I think we covered this a little bit. I had this question around one thing that you wish you knew before you started your journey. Aside from renting uh, (laughs) stuff and going to odd places that may be closed at one o'clock. It's going
2: to be hard work, expensive, and fun.
1: It's hard. It's hard. It's a
3: lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like... Everything you see, like, the, you, you see people put up videos, like, oh, it was, it was just a video. The amount of effort, the research, the locations, the prep, the the getting it out there, the editing, it's it's wild. Like, a, a five-minute clip doesn't do it justice.
2: No, no. Not yeah. at all.
1: Yeah. And, like, I think even, like, just to enter the rooms or, like, the, the spaces that we're entering and, like, asking for what we want. I think in the beginning, we probably, I mean, to kind of shift gears into making it a little bit more positive, we thought it would be, it would be harder in some areas in that like we were, we never dreamt of having Gunther Mario like uh, uh, honest to god a lot of the our guests we never even thought we would belong in the same space or room that they would be uh, uh, occupying so the the fact that knowing that there are a lot of people just have stories to share and they want to be around and and want to interact with people that look and talk and act like us and have the same like i think it just goes to show like if we are professional about our approach but also have a a perspective and a voice um ask asking for introductions and this industry being so small was something i didn't expect even though it feels vast and big like Mm. everything is very interconnected
0: amazing how many
3: people know each other yeah yeah. it's very connected it is very connected very connected We've been lucky that everyone we've met has been so open and welcome and also try to help. Yeah. So that's always been a massive yeah. blessing, Perfect. a massive blessing.
0: Um, what went into starting this? Like, I know we spoke last year around this time or before this time. Yeah. Before. But mm, before. About, about a year ago. Yeah. And you're like, hey, we're going to do this. Um, why start it? Like, what, what went into starting this? Why did you start it? I'm sure there's a lot of people sitting at home right now that they're like, I can do this. Whether you can or you can't. (laughs) You can. You can. You can. You just have to to be prepared. (laughs) Let's let's chat. You have to be prepared for the hard work and and the expenses that come with it, right? And you have to be committed. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I can't join you guys full-time is because I cannot commit that much time and effort into doing this. So I, I love being part of it. I just can't do it. So yeah. if you're going to do this, you need to commit. And you guys all committed. You're mm-hmm. like, we're going to do this. So so what went into starting this and, and why?
2: I'd like to say it's a very polished and professional uh. story, but it honestly was like <laughs> the four of us at the Montreal Grand Prix at a restaurant by a bar mm-hmm. drinking, and then... No one was drunk, but like I think one of us was just like, it'd be cool to do a podcast. And everyone was like, Yeah. And then like ideas just started flowing.
1: Started name it. We started trying to come up with a name. Yeah. Yeah. We got the name at that
2: bar. In that booth. We got it at that bar in the booth. And then we just wrote down a bunch of ideas. Um I think it was around September. You guys were in Ethiopia. Yeah, we started planning everything out in Google Docs. Came back and like November, we started booking flights, and we're like, okay, we're committing to this. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's but we don't. We didn't really have a clear, I guess, path or just like plan, but we knew we wanted, as we mentioned, like maybe ten to fifteen guests, and just wanted to make it the best quality content that we could ever create i think that i think what we all agreed on is that there are a lot of podcasts out there that we like to consume but there are on zoom or for whatever reason like it's just audio or video uh production level is just not at the highest level and we said i think if we can let's do it right let's do the best that we can at the beginning and that was the the making that was the foundation and everything else was iterating as we went (laughs)
0: you had no idea what was actually going to go into the creation of an episode right so why don't you take our guests through like from inception like hey i think we can get so and so okay uh and then from there you actually have to reach out to them and and so walk us through what it what it's like to to get a zach brown or a gunther or a uh, steward or, or whoever you know we we would want to get on the on the we're talking about danny rick yeah you know hey we met him in canada yes we did <laughs> yep. um, i I'd love to, it's a I, mic I, drop i, I love yeah right I, I, there <laughs> i would love to be in the room with danny when you guys do that yes. yeah uh my own reasons but... <laughs> everybody in the back over his shoe like, hey, let's go. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, but uh, why don't you walk us through what, for our guests, uh, our our, uh, our followers here that are watching, what does it take to actually put something like this on? Um, it
4: starts all the way from the beginning of saying, like you said, who do we want? Yeah. And then, then it's like the point of contact. Like, okay, who do we have to reach out to to get them? And if they're so big, we're like, well, how do we start from the bottom? Like, how how do we go and interview someone that's close to them. We want to hear their side of the story. Because, that again, that's interesting. I know Danny Ricks, they're, they're all top dogs. Um, and we want to reach out to the other stories that are not told, that are surrounding Danny Rick. And then that's pretty much how we start working around. And then after that, it's starting to planning if we get a yes. Or, oh, they're going to be at this event. We'll be like, well, okay, mm-hmm. maybe we can reach out to the the events um, uh, coordinators and say, see how we can do an interview there if we can't go directly to Danny. Uh, I know we've had a few lucks there we're doing that kind of route um, and then it's production then it's planning if we get that secured it's questions okay now we have our format I think by now everyone who watches it hmm. know our format of the Q1. Q1 Q2 Q3 and then once we get that we of course have to send it make sure that they're comfortable with the questions that we're asking and after that it's booking the studios uh, making sure our equipment is working and yeah. we're set arriving an hour and a half early if, if so be to set up and be mm. comfortable um, and and I mean we're a small team so we're we're the ones doing the production we're the ones setting up making sure everything is okay and also being hosts at the same time. so it is a lot of work uh, but it's part of the journey that I think we enjoyed yeah. um, there's been a lot of headaches like we've mentioned earlier but um, you come out of those episodes and we'll be like, oh my god we crushed that. Yeah. Like we got this, uh, we got this viral clip going, We just know that's gonna hit. Yeah. Uh, so there's been really great moments, but I think I, I don't know if I'm missing anything. Else.
2: That's half the battle, though, mate. What yeah. about yeah. post production? Post production—that's so where you and the team beast. conjure up magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I that, think that's half, another beast.
1: half the uh, like the the like the battle is the fact, or like the reason why also like a lot of uh, just like guests feel comfortable is we all know each other yeah. And yeah. intimately and we have a very good chemistry. Yeah. He is my brother. Like blood brother, we are the news. Then I'm married to that guy over there, yeah. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> and Sush is basically an adopted brother in yes. our family. yeah. So, like, it, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it really is this like uh, a family and friends like uh, dynamic, pa- dynamic, and a passion project that. So even when we are in interviews, like when one is in their head or just like a little bit not like. I guess on with the flow, the other will pick us like pick, pick, you know, where the other person's left off. And so there's a dynamic that is a little bit easier, especially when you're like, it's not as disjointed or feeling of like, I guess, distance or anything like that when we're working with each other. So that in itself is like probably what's made me the most comfortable. I mean, what, what else? I I feel imposter syndrome talking to half the people, 75% of the The people people that, that we meet. So I, you know, to me, that that's like a what I fall back on is like they're my brothers. They got me, oh, yeah. Um and
3: we bring the banter as well. Like we that's like how we
1: make the fun. guests feel
0: like no. at ease because before they come in, we always have a laugh. I was gonna say, I mean, it's not as formal, no, right? There are a lot of reasons um, people hate interviews is because it's always the same questions. Yeah. Mm. they have to be guarded on how they answer. They feel uptight. There's this feeling of, of kind of laid back comfort, like I'm it's like having a chat with some friends yeah. as opposed to having like an interview, right? Yeah, exactly. Which is which is really I think what it kind of sets you guys apart is that the fact that you guys are so comfortable with each other and I think that that kind of spans across to your guests yeah. and they start feeling a little bit like, oh, I can just hang out with these guys. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: And I think a one piece of advice that, or, I guess, feedback that we received that could be taken as advice if anyone is creating uh, or any content was um, the fact that a lot of people, uh, content creators, reach out to press officers, whomever, and reach for the stars. And that's great. Um, but whenever, if you are doing that, doing it in a professional manner um and having a pitch deck and like these things really do matter like uh having the questions prepared ahead of time and sending it on a letter headed you know piece of document like these uh, these are probably things that many may not think of doing or maybe have but haven't done or maybe just basic but um we've done that a few times where uh, that has been the reason why they've said, yeah, absolutely, we want to work with you. I Maybe mean, with Pirelli was part of that. We had a warm introduction, but it was our then taking it from there and like presenting what we had to offer from a, like, this is our package, this is what we want to deliver was what got them across the board. And then
2: even after like bringing a gift and like, you know, oh, yes. afterwards, All like things. taking a photo, we send each guest a plaque, right? And each of them gets like the special plaque with their episode name and the photo we took after. Yeah, or checking back in with them, like especially the people on the press and com side. I mean, yeah. so many of them, like we'll even just go for like a drink with them, or yeah. dinner with them, or yeah. lunch with them, because we really enjoy their perspective too. I mean, we've actually even asked a few of them to come on the pod <laughs> and yeah. share their story, because we are mesmerized by what they do.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The untold stories. Yeah. So yeah. I, I met with Mario in London recently, yeah. um, and he said how much he enjoyed. Uh, the, the interview and, and being with you guys and, and he felt it was really professional and he also felt that you guys were really kind of um, made him feel comfortable so he said he had a really good time on the, on the, the lighting office. what about the lighting
1: <laughs> looking great too too good
0: <laughs> uh, on the topic of choosing your guests how do you do that like what do you what's the process for saying i want this person like we, we talked about like who do we really want on the podcast Obviously, you know, anyone on the grid right now, anyone behind the scenes that are that's involved, anyone who we talked about Kimmy and, and Massa and whatever, but how do you how do you like, where do you go from here? Like season two, mm-hmm. season one, you had a lot of guests, right? 38, 38, 38 guests. Far, far cry from the from the 10 yeah. that you were <laughs> aiming that for. Fine, crazy. Yeah. still coming out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> season two is around the corner. How do you pick your guests?
2: We actually just did this exercise before um, Christmas holidays. And I think we looked at kind of high level categories of types of people we wanted, right? Like we want, yeah, we want a driver. Yeah. We want someone in F2. Okay. Well, we want a performance coach. Oh, we actually want a few creators. Oh, we want definitely people that are in F1 Academy because let's, you know, definitely showcase the struggles and the hard work that went in to even get into F1 Academy. So like, I think, when we thought about who to bring on we first thought about a high level category and then started matching people each person has their own wish list and we wrote that, that down love but it that. starts with like the kind of theme of the season in terms of like the category people we want
1: yeah we don't just want race like the people that are the f- like racing or the front uh, or just in the front of everything press um and like or on in our tv screens or whatever you're watching it on but we want the untold stories too um, the mark
0: priestleys yes mm. yeah. Yeah.
1: they do so uh, it's just such good feedback on some of those podcasts where um for even from just like opportunity creation like for a lot of people that maybe have not thought about that avenue to of work or just pursuing that or getting into motorsport in that angle or going into engineer like we for, break yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah blake hindley
1: it, it just yeah great. blake yeah and
0: and Scarbs, yep exactly yeah
1: so it, uh, I think we want to continue showcasing different archetypes of people in the motorsport industry.
4: And also outside of F1. Yeah. We yeah. Want motorsport yeah.
1: industry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Motorsporting.
2: We did yeah. Indy this year. We did F1. We did F2. We did what else? WEC.
0: We did WEC. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: We'll have potentially someone in Formula E question mark, but hopefully someone in FE. that be nice. In NASCAR. You never know.
1: Yeah. I was, Yeah.
0: I'm waiting for Lamont's. So oh, I, I want to do the 24 yes. hour with all yeah. of you guys. Yes, I'll that's, be like I don't want
2: to do it with Mikey though. That's a problem. Sneaky <laughs> is so annoying. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe wait, wait. Maybe we'll start with the Daytona 24 <laughs> yeah, yeah, hour yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll disappear for half minute, at least. <laughs> Where did Mikey and Sush go? <laughs> any, any favorite guest experiences? Hmm.
3: Guest experience.
0: Um.
1: Oh, Gunther.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that was, that was for really me. Fun. <laughs> Gunther, that who, light bulb just went out. It blinded oh, yeah. 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like
1: Gunther was absolutely like a gem of a human being. I, I don't know what I expected going into it. Um, I guess I didn't probably have any expectations, but he was basically a dream uh, guest. Like he gave a lot. He was so himself not in any way calculated in his answers nor was he like holding back anything he was just himself and it was so easy
0: and that one came up fairly quick like we had talked about this right <laughs> yeah. and then it just kind of happened yeah i was like hey i'll come with you guys and then before you know you guys are there <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like really? <laughs> what happened yeah.
1: yeah it was a very last minute oh by the way uh like yeah, a two-day turn yeah. yeah uh available these days so yeah
4: his team was very undecided because I know they had their book launch and their yeah. tour, yeah. and they couldn't really decide when they want us to shoot it and also release it. Yeah. So we're, like, up in the air. literally. It's but like that shows how before.
0: flexible you guys are and how committed yeah. you are, right? You just picked up and went, right? Yeah. He's available tomorrow? All right, we're on a plane, <laughs> we're going. Yeah, we sent the
1: questions a couple of days before and was on the flight and did it and was back in Canada oh, in 24 hours. I
2: would reiterate that one, too, because he was also, like, Fevin said, a gem of a human to the point where even 15 minutes before we were starting, he checked in on us. Oh, like, yeah. he opened the door and was like, Do you guys need anything?
4: Yeah, like, you guys need help? And we're like, like Dude, no. you run the plate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, there was also us. no one no there. Yeah. Like, not
1: even a soul. Yeah. Um, so he was like, If you need anything, I'm just around the corner. Like, he was mm-hmm. the only one working. It was just a surreal moment. Yep. We were just walking down the hallway and I saw a shadow. I'm like, Oh, who's that? Oh, God. oh, God. oh yeah. God. <laughs> He's <God>. like, Hello. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Do you get that a lot? from people who know him you see a lot of you know banter like he and mario uh Isola, they, they they're besties, they're besties. <laughs> yeah. yeah and that goes i think they're they're both really nice guys and and i think they they play well off of each other especially when they're joking around and yeah. whatnot but so it's good to good to hear those these these stories Cause a lot of people don't know they see him on on how he's perceived on on um, uh netflix yeah and they see him, you know, a pit ball and the odd, yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't know how, how sweet a guy he, he is really, yeah. right? Cause he, he put up that front. I'm the, I'm the boss. I'm the, you know, Yeah. show up, got to show up. Got to be the hard nosed guy, you know, swear yeah. every now and then. Any swearing <laughs> on that episode?
1: No, No. we gave him permission.
0: Yeah. He, he held up. Wow. Out, I'm man. disappointed, he... Gunther. I, if you're out there, I, we gotta gotta got to do it again. No, we, we didn't. We called do... him old. Oh, yeah. right. he did.
2: He didn't like you. He didn't like me in Q1. Or And I mean, I... part. Really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he loves me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I go to bed thinking that every night. I'm pretty sure he remembers only me. Oh, <laughs> Probably
2: true, honestly. He really That's liked Fevin. <laughs> we had
1: to, uh, the, he was it was such an amazing banter. He was great. Uh,
0: I have a question around we were talking about uh, creating content and you know engaging people and whatnot. So my question to you is, and, and I'm not sure who wants to answer this, but. Um, Reflecting on the past year, what are some key lessons you learned about creating engaging and shareable content?
2: Annie, you want to take that?
0: Uh, I mean,
4: it it changes all the time. I don't think there's a perfect formula to, um, at least in post-production. I I know when we sit on these interviews and we come out and be like, I think that was a great clip. I think many people don't know about that specific story or that specific uh, incident that that guest went through. Uh, But when it comes to engagement in terms of our content, it's just it's as simple as, you know, having the hook in the first six seconds, making sure that it grabs the attention of the user. Then at that point, it's telling the story. You got to start with the intro, the midpoint, and then leave them on a hanger so that they can actually go and watch the full episode. So that formula is pretty much what we've been using and has worked. And I feel like we're just going to double down and elevate that to a new level of editing that that follows a new trend, let's say, whether Mm -hmm. it's like text overlays or whatever it is. We're just going to have to follow that trend of what's working on social platforms. But in terms of, I think, the questions itself, um, we again, we will ask our audience for some questions, but also we do a lot of deep dive on going and seeing what other interviews they have done. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, we don't want to ask the same question. Let's change it up and make sure we are asking them something very different and but very isn't it funny when like yeah.
1: some comments on the on youtube would be like why didn't you talk to Gunther about the incident with grosjean you're like well he's answered that go, so many times so many yeah. times go listen to another podcast exactly yeah. um so yeah we do try to be yeah. a little bit different
0: yeah have you guys collaborated with any other content creators uh or partnered with let's say other brands uh within the motorsport World, yeah, it's a good one. We've uh, collaborated with creators in the sense of interviewing
2: them too, right? Like Arv, I think is one of our favorite people in the space, and he's big. You know, he's probably the biggest YouTuber in F1 in terms of like being at around eight hundred fifty thousand, you know, subscribers and posting a lot of sim racing videos. Um, brands wise, I mean, we we had the opportunity to work this year with Penzoil, with Heineken. Who else did we work with i mean we brought on a few sponsors in yeah. the tail end of the year athletic greens nordvpn um mantis sleep so we did try to do a few campaigns here and there um i think for us that was a learning lesson too because we'd never done it um and we learned a lot and i think you know pretty much each person now could write a book on <laughs> how to start a podcast from a to i will what's the letter before Z? Y. why because it's not done uh-huh. yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the one before, to what but, he says. Okay. but yeah, I, I think that was cool to be able to learn that side of things too. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I mean, a, a step further, we do a lot with our hot labs.
2: Yeah, true. Uh, yeah.
1: That, W- Mikey it- crushed us yeah the hot laps I mean I'm that's the why best. we didn't bring it up <laughs> I'm the best on the lot I finish um, you you're the your own v- corner last. yeah she had I her own, own space you know? yeah I own she was space. consistent yeah. I'm consistent yep. one cannot fight that I'm not exactly. and he
2: was P1 in Abu Dhabi though I want to say that go. P1 baby Callum uh, Nicholas wanted him to be P.S. Yeah, he called me out. He called me. He, yeah. he hyped you, you up.
4: He
1: Driving a Red Bull, you yeah, cannot be disgracing the <laughs> exactly. Red Bull name like that. Yeah. Finishing last. I was about to <laughs> be like downgraded that.
4: to yeah. Alpha yeah. Tires yeah. very <laughs> soon.
1: We're about to get a call, the call the and be call like, alpha. "Hey,
4: you're getting you're getting <laughs> booted <it> to <laughs> Alpha."
1: <laughs> no, um yeah, I mean that's a big piece of how we like off outside of the podcast. The the just an engage the one way we engage with the community Um, yeah i I try my best but i'm not the best at the um but your improvement has been incredible um we do have a sim uh, one Mm -hmm. that i share with michael
3: (laughs) you you said like (laughs) we should have multiple (laughs) but your
1: setup is a lot more different Mine and vice versa. Anyways, it's just a lot of it's a lot of work to to transition between you and I. Anyways, um, it I don't want a new one. We don't have space. Yeah, we we don't have space. space. (laughs) But no, that's another area that, that we do. We're
3: consistent as well.
0: Like we're very consistent. Yeah. Yeah, That's you're
1: the number one guy in the, in the team. You oh, might actually try it
0: next season. yeah. I'll be, I'll be the, uh, the medical car at the back. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just following you guys around laps.
2: We normally need that when we race because I typically <laughs> crash
0: into my <Mikey>, team. <laughs> they, them two need it. We're a bit of a liability when we, we are race together. together. I sometimes <laughs> watch just for the laps. <laughs> yeah. i got to be honest with you. Definitely join then. <laughs> Um, Unpredictability. How do you guys handle the changes in the schedule? Uh, any unexpected news or last minute developments in your content plan that's bound to happen especially when you're traveling and you know people may be late or like you said maybe the lighting is not what you expected and so how do you handle the changes in the schedule and all these unexpected things
3: i think we've all come to the agreement that something's going to go wrong even if it's setting up <laughs> recording an episode i hear a camera clicking in the background something's just going now. to go wrong yeah. but it's like you don't panic you just get on with it yeah. Yeah. like you can't go in thinking everything's going to go well it's not so it's like get on with it just figure it out as far as the schedule wise go we've done a lot of race reflection episodes and then as soon as we <laughs> leave the studio all of a sudden actually no he's been disqualified he's losing that position like oh, well we well. just wasted that good five <laughs> yeah. minutes um, no, it's not wasted we just True. it again yeah it's not wasted it's just it kind of like it is what it is we're very flexible we change in the dime we figure it out but no one's like going to stress over it like it like
2: and even on a macro level we we like April for example the Chinese Grand Prix got canceled we realized we had three weeks that we could go to London and interview people and that's what we did right literally picked a plan out um, booked a bunch of, a bunch of people to interview and went out there and did it so even in those moments where things go wrong there's always opportunity and I think know we're looking at the bright side sometimes to be like well let's maximize even the mistakes or you know things that went wrong obviously don't repeat them but then (laughs) on the macro level take advantage of them too
1: yeah and not discounting velocity i mean i think we need sometimes to just like i think that time when there was such a massive change in the grid after we changed the we were like do we go back and reshoot it or do we just release it knowing that everyone was in the experience the same thing that we experienced yeah. mm-hmm. which is shock. news came after <laughs> disappointment the fact and shock disappointment yeah. it, a day and a half after exactly and in the end that's part of our authenticity and mm-hmm. you know what that podcast was filmed in real time when we saw and reacted and it is a reflection we reacted to what we experienced so, and we decided it was not worth it for us to go back and reshoot that because it's better to get the content out and move on to the next thing and i think these are decisions that we're able to make on the fly and not on the fly but collaboratively Hmm. uh, make a call because we just want to make sure that we can
0: can always do it on the on the following podcast the following race review. hey by the way the last uh, this is what happened on the last (laughs) one yeah a little disclaimer (laughs) a little disclaimer (laughs) yeah um so we've talked a lot about producing um obviously as everyone can see, there's microphones, there's lighting, there's cameras all over the place. Uh, walk us through your setup. Like, I saw it a few times, right? Just so we saw it again tonight. Uh, walk us through your setup. What do you find um, essential for producing a high-quality podcast? Sound is clearly important. 100%. Mm. Yeah. We've talked about lighting. Lighting. lighting.
1: Yeah. Sound, lighting. Cameras.
0: Cameras are big <laughs> one.
3: Yeah.
1: Memory cards. I mean, there is a lot. We probably could have like a checklist. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do that. At some we point already our have our a mental website. checklist yeah, yeah, yeah. when we said. But this we should up. probably make that available for anyone, like on our website. Like we should try to do that. Mm-hmm. Like have a like if you wanted to start your podcast, this is what we've used. Yeah. We could just like put that in our description code at some point or something. Um, but yeah, lighting is important. Um, like uh, these gifts and like like maple syrup, maple, like yeah. things poster, that we helmet. The yeah, get, signing stuff um, cords extra cords uh, like if any extra SIM cards in case something um, doesn't work what else am I missing
4: I mean yeah I mean we can get very yeah. to the yeah. small yes. things but yeah. on the high level stuff it's the bigger equipment is, it's a must so
0: part part of yeah. this is what happens afterwards so we've spent a lot of time and not everything that we said is going to be captured in, in this episode so there's a lot of editing that happens. What, can you walk us through a little bit around what happens on the editing process.
4: Yeah, so pretty much right after this, we would uh, all sit down and talk about some parts that we would want as short clips. But more on the long form, it's going to be the same. Everything that we have said will most likely make it unless we said something that's questionable that we need to remove. Uh, but it's I don't like loved with the eyes were yep. roving <laughs> like you know my fingers were pointing somewhere uh,
3: but no uh, I'm would, actually you
1: would get us canceled
3: Yeah, but I'm very I shouldn't even have admitted or that hair I hair shouldn't have admitted <laughs> that was trying <inside laughs> to justify
5: yeah but
3: I feel that Swish is just as bad.
2: Oh man, no! Don't
3: but you're way more, you pa, pa, pa. way more
0: professional than I am. Way more. There's a second version of this podcast that's going to be on Sirius Radio, right? There you go. R-rated. Only <laughs> behind.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. Only <laughs> bad.
0: Yeah. R-rated. Before someone
3: clicks record, <laughs> the banter yeah. is is wild. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's toxic. But it's good. It's good. Fun it's toxic. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a
2: lot of setup, but I also say one thing: I'm really proud of like how we've gone into now like shooting in again obscure locations, and everyone knows their role. And like, it's very much like, I remember one time, I think we were in Montreal and we were shooting an episode with Stu from Hass, the head of comms. And there was like a period of like silence because everyone just got right to it. No one asked questions to each other really. And like, I know that sounds bad, but it was actually just because everyone was focused on doing their job. And then at the end, we all like were able to chill and like, you know, make jokes and kind of get the energy back up. But like, it was cool to see that everyone you know, especially by the end had kind of figured out here's how, where I contribute, here's where I can help. And like, obviously continue to help each other out, but continue to do your job as well, which yeah, was
1: great. I mean, if if you're like a dancer or an artist or anything, it's like you rehearse this so many times, you have your moves, you have your places, you just. Yeah. That's a routine.
5: We
3: know at this stage, Swish is breaking tripod. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he me, and, me, <laughs> me, me and Hen- Henny are doing all the hard work. <laughs> yeah. Fevin's entertaining the guests.
0: We That is my, what I'm
1: really yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
0: We've all learned. <laughs> How how has this evolved uh, over the past year? Like, you, clearly, you started off, you know, probably a little more uptight and nervous about how you're going to do it. And did you have enough cameras and all this other stuff? How, how has the content evolved uh, over the past year? Uh, were there any trends that you guys noticed? And um, what influenced your content over the course of the year?
2: I don't know if anything influenced, I'm not trying to be like, arrogant but like i think one of the things we actively try to do is be different so like even when we watch other people and like there's so many cool creators that we respect but like we always looked at that and we're like okay let's try a different spin on it um even like our guilty or innocent segment we changed that around right we felt like okay let's you know try to do something else and fevin had an awesome skit with lando for example where she asked lando about gen z slang but like the slang we got from one of his teammates on quadrant who gave us a bunch of UK slang? <laughs> Even words that we were like, "What, what is, is a that? roadmap? Yeah. Like, and so stuff like that is cool, right? You take like viral pieces of content, then you kind of add your own flavor—something that's a little bit more personalized to the person you're talking to.
1: Yeah, I think over, at the beginning, yeah, we were a little bit more form, like not formal, but like, or rigid. I'm a word in between formal and rigid. I think we were trying to stick to it so that we felt comfortable going into uh an interview Structured. Structured. Yes. Yeah. that's yes. the word that's yeah like there's a, a sense of like you know where to land if you're lost um in the line of questioning um, Remember?
2: Sorry, not to cut you yeah. off, but Nicholas Todd's interview. Oh yeah, we literally wrote every question on a piece of paper because yep. we were like so scared I, I, of getting yeah. one question wrong. Oh <laughs> I think God. I memorized. I did not sleep that night. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I like <laughs> <laughs> memorized every word that was on that piece. Because he was paper. critically looking at every question and giving us feedback on it. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah. we can't mess this up yeah. yeah. at not. That's right. Go ahead. Yeah, no.
1: I mean, that's a good thing though. We we send all the questions beforehand, and most people don't look at it. Most no, don't. Like, but sometimes their press officers do. Um most <laughs> have no idea. They walk in like what? And we're like, We sent you these questions, they should be more rapid. Um uh, but um I lost my train of thought. What was what were we talking about?
0: Influence. influence. So, yeah. so.
1: Influence. the influence, what was I saying before you interrupted me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, that's sorry. <laughs> well let's let's okay, let's yeah. let's
0: do this. Oh, why don't we say <laughs> why don't we say look, uh have <laughs> you ever gone hmm. back and looked at um have you what worked really well? so you look you look at one of your episodes and you're like, "Wow, this got a lot of views." Um, did you break that down and say, "Well, maybe this should influence how we do the next one because this one worked really well? There sometimes one, it's yeah. the guest, I get it, yeah. right. There's more interest in certain people than than others from various places. but uh, what 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 did you learn from, hey, you know these these particular uh, episodes did really well? What did they have in common? How did that influence the next one?
4: I think there was an inflection point when we did daniel's promotional plan where at that in that moment the f- the past episodes that we done were we would announce a guest then we will do one viral clip uh, or we'll do a giveaway one viral clip and then it would be like three four days then we'll actually drop the episode um where we dropped daniel's ferrari contract viral clip and that went crazy i mean it literally broke motorsport news but to a point where people were so eager to watch the whole thing, but it wasn't available. They had to wait four days. And that was like a crucial point. Where we, were like, we missed out on like a, a good 100,000 people that could have went and watched the full YouTube. And then from that moment, we're like, you know what? We're going to drop the trailer uh, the day before and drop a viral clip and the full episode the same day so that people, whoever watched the trailer the day before, is still in that 24-hour period. But at the same time, whoever watches a new viral clip, can see that and go straight to the full form.
0: And that has worked. What a great lesson. Tremendously. Yeah. yeah. Huge. 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 Uh, well, I have a day job. <laughs> yeah. and, and you guys have day jobs. How do you balance your day job and your podcast? Like I know we said you're very committed to this, and I don't think anyone can, can say otherwise. Um, but it must be a challenge. How do you manage time effectively to be able to still do your day job and, and do this.
2: I mean, I have the luxury of living with Henny. So <laughs> <laughs> I typically find periods of the day where I can go and bug him and go into his room and work with him together. It's always nice to be working right. with the team. And even when I see Fevin and Mikey, like, I mean, there are so many nights where we'd be having drinks, playing cards, but we'd be talking at yeah. the same time, coming up with ideas. And I'm a nut for writing every single thing I hear down. So I'd write these things down and on kind of a sync up the day after or the day after we'd, kind of go through and start dissecting that. So I think it's just about finding those pockets of time where maybe you're free, obviously blocking things off in your calendar. Um, But I will say it's tough, especially like this time around, I think we're scheduling interviews a little bit better. But last year, I mean, you know, you're in London and then you're in Paris and then you're in Finland <laughs> oh God, and then yeah. you're back in London and then you're down great. to Barcelona. Like we were in and out way too much where it was really hard to book calls for my full-time job because I didn't know what time zone I was going to be in. And I didn't even know what I was going to be doing when I landed. So this time around, we're actually going to be in London for like two, three weeks in a row. And so people can kind of get into a routine if they, if they wanted to.
4: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think this is such a great example of how like in this, like just uh, not in this economy but like this like creator centric economy where a lot of people are having side hustles or side gigs or uh, i think it's encouraging to know that we took on the most probably like operationally and labor intensive side of creating a podcast cuz we could have done it easily we could have done it virtually we could have done it in a very cost effective way but we chose to do it the hardest way just, I guess, wanting to have the highest level of quality um, and wanting to meet people. And, and I think that also helped us get introductions because we were in person with a lot of people mm. and connect with folks like, um, that knew other people. But I guess this, to me, like is encouraging of us being able to like, have parallel careers um, that can help each other i work in within recruitment and within relationship management business development on a regular basis in canada and the u.s and for me what i do on a daily basis is talk about talk to people and talk how we can help them with their business and helping them hire the best people and it's helped me on better refining my interview style and like the way i communicate and everything else like that just has come across from it and on the flip side it's helped on the on the podcast side it's helped my my career and what i've done for the last decade has helped me be a better relationship builder and so when i'm meeting Stu and we have five minutes before we're having him in like sit on the hot seat I'm talking to and picking his brain about who, how he can, how we could be better, and like how, like to try to learn from him what you know what I, in ten minutes that he has you know amassed in over the you know last decade in his career and then the motorsport and I I just feel like it, the two can marry could be very very melded together and um, it's really encouraging for me going into this year knowing that okay this side of my career is going to help the motorsport and vice versa. I can't wait.
0: But you guys are all well spoken, right? It's very easy to see, so yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm, sh- I'm sure that helps. He was as a while you got it. It
2: was an awkward silence. I had to do it.
0: <laughs> so there's a lot of work, obviously, with, with mm-hmm. multiple careers on the go, right? And I, I know many of you have. It's not just a thing that you do. It's many things that you yeah. do on, on the side, as opposed to. Uh, just let's say having the one one thing. W- what's the work life balance like? How do you how do you what do you do to like to relax? How do you, like what do you do for fun other than Guinness? Guinness
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, be Um But but don't forget as well. Like this is such a, a passion. Like it's it's a labor of love. Mm. So as much as we say it's hard work, and there is times where trust me, we're like this is a lot. But at the end of the day, there's a bigger goal. We all enjoy what we do. And we all, like, if we weren't doing this, we're still hanging out together. Yes. So we're always going to be in the same room. It's crazy that we all have this idea and this vision that we want to build. We're all on the same page. So if Swish is having a bad day, we can all help him out. Same for me. If I'm having a bad day, these guys are here. So, like, we each build each other up. So we have a great working relationship. What Fevin was saying earlier, we all work in different backgrounds. We all bring different skill sets. So, like, I have a skill set that maybe Swish, Fev, Henny doesn't have. but do But they have, s- have skill sets that I wouldn't be even be able to reach if I tried. So, it's perfect the way we can all come together. We can all have a great working relationship. So, it just, honestly, it works perfectly. for and me. Learn and, and learn from each other. Yeah.
2: Learn from each other. Like, honestly, it helps a lot. Just, like, when you even see people work from the outside looking in, it's cool to, like, look at how Henny works with the marketing team. And it's cool to look at Fevin honestly, in the way that she builds Relationships with people, genuine relationships with people, like not fake, like this is real stuff. People actually really like vibe with her and like her. And like I see why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, how? <laughs> and Mikey, I mean, he's the most like tactical guy I pretty much know. Like he could he could build you something from scratch. He could fix problems in a heartbeat. I remember telling Henny this is when he whenever he leaves a shoot, I get nervous sometimes. Because like, whenever things go wrong, like Henny now is really, 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 like, you know, resourceful. But, like, especially early on, Mikey was, like, the type of person to be, like, let's not look at that anymore. There's no blaming people or anything. Let's just get on with it. And, like, would set a really good tone for the team to be able to move on.
3: Fixing tripods, I swear to God. This man. (laughs) Liability.
2: Take the that all back! <laughs> I take it all back. He <laughs> brings my anxiety to another level.
1: And like we have argument, we have like little oh, yeah. like cat fights or argu- Not cat oh, fights, yeah. but like it's just you. <laughs> um, but it's just it's a family thing, and like, we really do duke it out like we're brothers and sisters. And then we say, okay, squash it, cool.
0: But it shows we care about it as well. Like yeah. we're yeah. all invested. Yeah. I got that vibe early on. I think from our first call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did was, we
1: fight on like, that call? Squash it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: weren't even on the yeah, call. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> um, we're, we're just about to wrap up here. So uh, we're going to do a, a quick rapid fire because okay. I love the rapid fires. Do it. Okay, but before we do that, uh, for someone who's watching right now that, that says, hey, I really want to try something like this. Um, what advice can you offer them?
1: Do it. Genuinely. Yeah. Uh TikTok is your first place you should do it in. Yep. Um that's a great first platform I think we've saw a lot of success on, just like from a growth perspective or the uh, the speed of growth. Um and just I guess if you have a point of view and try to be authentic.
0: I love it. If You're watching just, do it. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I, do
1: it honestly they really don't need any of the fancy I mean in
2: small building blocks right don't yeah. don't try to do this right away like we did not get to this no. level right away like we talked about throughout the entire podcast we started with like small you know two cameras, smaller setups we were like not even that many guests initially and then we went to Europe and got even more because we started building relationships so like Fevin said, do it show up and and have a Positive attitude. You never know where you can go with it.
1: Be prepared. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Be very prepared. <laughs> yeah. Be prepared.
0: Writing your questions.
1: Yeah. Right, planning is
4: key. Like planning it is, is. Key. It's 90% of the work.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Who's ready for a little rapid round? Let's do it. Yeah. bring yeah. it on. Are we gonna go around like just one
2: one
1: one?
0: Surprises, just yeah. pick a name I and we got it all.
1: Don't know what these questions are. Me neither. Same. I didn't look I don't know if they're rapid fire were part of the question prep but
0: no they 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 were they were my idea to get you guys off your game <laughs> nice okay let's
2: game except for mikey. Get it. ready <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could pick three season one guests to be oh. stranded on a deserted island uh with who would they be
2: do we do we go around and mikey
0: yeah arav great banter
3: um Craig scarborough technical I'd learned so much <laughs> and I guarantee yeah. he'd make a coconut and something wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then third person oh um, that we've already interviewed. Um, who else am I going to pick? I'm looking up YouTube right now. <laughs> That's, like that cheating. with put the phone <laughs> down. Um, I want to say Callum. Callum, because we met him. We were always, we were said to him, hey, let's go for a pint afterwards because we do that with our guests to chill out and we never got a chance. Met him a couple times afterwards. Seems like such a cool dude. Love to have a one-on-one. Him. So, boom, Callum there.
1: So, on An island, you're gonna have a pint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got Craig, guarantee it. <laughs> <you he'll, laughs> they're he'll make their own beer, man. They're, they're gonna make their you. own beer. Uh, for me, it would be Arv as well. Um, I would put Daniil Kiviat in there because he'd be good fun as well to have on the island, and then Zach Brown because they'd find us on the deserted island and rescue us. Zach,
1: Gunther for the comedic banter, chills Emma Kimmelinen. Yep, she's she, great. She's I just feel like she would help build shelters or something. She's like does stuff so out- adventurous. <laughs> adventurous, <laughs> she's outdoorsy. She's in. Finland. Put her in any climate, like, uh, yeah. Like she yeah. will survive yeah. and everything. And anyone, and yeah. I feel like I need like female energy, energy around me as well. Um, how many did I say? Two. And Then Cal, good yep. brother. Damn, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: I'll put Mario because he's a part time uh, ambulance driver. So he has a lot of skill set. Um, I would include.
1: Rapid
4: fire. Oh, So shit. Uh, Come on, lad. uh, Pressure.
3: uh, Wow, all season one guests will look at this be like, yo, they just want to
4: a friend cool. yeah, yeah yeah he's so chill yeah and he's like our age so we vibe um, and then I, don't know. I know right I have chose Mario <laughs> I mean he's <laughs> not even that old but <laughs> you're taking yourself he's below he's not that old yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'll include Felipe cool. yeah. nice Oh
1: yeah, he's a great entertainer the Richard Milley as well yeah, yeah. yeah. you better bring that watch yeah
0: <laughs> which season one guest would you most want to go for drinks with I think you said Colin. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've dr- gone, gone for drinks with of Grey Crack. Yeah, let's do Callum, yeah.
2: had to go back because this person saw us getting drinks, but we didn't actually get the opportunity to drink oh. with him. Gavin Ward. 100% oh, Gavin.
1: Oh,
4: yeah.
2: okay.
1: Addo. Oh,
4: yeah. Damn, you took mine. Oh, um, I'll say Lando. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lando doesn't drink, though. What? Yeah, Lando doesn't
3: drink. Really? That's Cap. No, he doesn't drink. Oh.
1: Yeah. I think he hasn't. He doesn't drink yet. Show it.
3: Maybe? You can have a non-alcoholic uh, whatever. Heineken. I've ordered, Oh yeah, Heineken, yeah.
0: Wow, I'm shook right now. <laughs> Who is one guest you'd most like to have on the podcast in the future? And we we asked yeah, we asked that one, so we'll we'll skip that one. Uh name the one thing that inspires uh and or motivates you to do this the most. The most is the key there. It's rapid.
1: Uh no, as long <laughs> no. as we keep having fun, I think. And, like, yeah. the, for me, it's, like, the moment we start, like, dreading waking up and doing this. Because I already love the sport and I love, like, being part of it even more and more. But I think if the when we start kind of dreading being in this world. So the the fact experiences. That it's We've had yeah. some yeah. of the best experiences. Yeah. Literally, literally That's the best. What
2: of me yeah. uh, I was going to say that too. Like initially I think it was more around like trying to learn more about a sport we all love but then now it's like I mean, being with these guys is so much fun and like memories that places like, we travel to. Like, it's, yeah, it's we wouldn't do it on our own. And now we so we're
1: in. planning. We're like, oh, what vacations are we going to take this year? And we're like, well, we have to look at the. <laughs> them calendar. Calendar. Like, how yeah. do we plan around that? Yeah. I would, I would
0: totally do like a reality show where someone would actually filming you running through the airport oh. with a hundred. We get cancelled in two hours. I'm getting cancelled
3: in two
1: hours. Yeah, you obviously have to say what you know. But no, like, I think well it would spoken. be a great show.
0: Yeah. I think it'd be a great show. I a I, show I, that's too. a Netflix show I
4: right mean, there with the banter that we have in like the <laughs> the lounges. The lounges. Oh, well, yeah, well, listen, yeah, you go you're doing it anyways. You might as
0: well throw a camera on. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, one uh, season
3: 2 we just have a GoPro strapped to our 24/7 <laughs> just plugged.
0: All right. So this this one Want to focus on on like one word answer or yeah. or something to that effect, like to really make it kind of rapid fire. But it is a really deep question or two questions, and that is, how do you grow from here? How do you grow from here? What's next for track limits? One word. It doesn't have to be one word, but I'm very short. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah concise. Yeah. So how do we grow from here?
0: How will you grow from here? What's next for you and for track limits?
1: I could start. We can grow by in a not not a negative way, but staying in our lane and not trying to be like others. I think um, the growth we've seen has been like we've proven that the recipe or like the the equation is working. I think it's just like reaching more people, so I think it's just tr- staying true to like our recipe. And not getting influenced by too many different outside voices or like other f- like creators and just being true to ourselves, I think. And being authentic.
3: That's a long. Oh, yeah. That course. was your short answer. Yeah. That's like. So
1: someone oh, else like
2: answered. I'm, I'm going to say this is a potentially a preview for a Roadmap, empowering creators of diverse backgrounds yeah. to share content in motorsport.
3: I'm going to do as you asked one word. I'm going to say consistency. That's the only way we're we'll going to go. Is consistent, same, good I'll, quality. I'll go numbers, 100k
4: subscribers. Hey. Let's go.
1: You're dreaming very lightly.
4: This is season two. <laughs> yeah, this is season two.
2: Come on
1: now. All right, guys, damn. Okay, Can you prove me wrong? Can yeah. you prove him wrong? Yeah, All right, oh, no, prove, no, us no. Wrong, prove us wrong,
0: people. Prove us wrong, or me cool. at least. I would like to uh, invite you guys onto the top step of the podium. I think we're done with P1 qualifying. Yay. I Yay. think this is we've crossed the finish line guys great season I wish you guys all the best in next season Uh, stay tuned for a lot more